0: The views, comments, stories, and opinions within this podcast are my own or those of my guests, and in no way represent the views of the company or companies that I or we work for. Squawk Ident is an entertainment podcast dedicated to the journey and the challenges surrounding the life and career of Aviator Tony, an airline pilot currently flying for a legacy airline with close to 20 years on the flight line. This is episode 10 of Squawk Eye Dent, recorded on Wednesday, November 20th, 2019, from the Aviator Studios somewhere in Southern California. On this special episode of Squawk Eye Dent, I welcome into the Aviator Studios a very special guest. He's a fellow transportation industry professional a connoisseur of positive noise joining me today from the aviator studios is dom z the host of a very successful podcast entitled breaker breaker we sat down earlier today to hang out talk about the strange occurrences that happened either on the road or in the air we'll get to that and more right after a brief word from our sponsors The Aviator Studios, somewhere in Southern California. We have a very special show today, an epic crossover event that is one for the history books. In studio today, we have Dom Z. Hello. Breaker Breaker.
1: Breaker Breaker.
0: Tell me a little bit about Breaker Breaker, Dom.
1: Well, Breaker Breaker is a basically it's a radio program on the internet, it's a podcast that uh, explores. Anything and everything from the mind of the host being me, or from you, the listener. If you have any requests or any funky, weird story I could find on the internet, not all of the all of the episodes have been grand slams, but for the most part, I've been doing it for since uh, March. I think the first published date, March of 2019. So yeah, here we are. Here we are today, and moving forward, getting a lot of listeners and a lot of traction, a lot of support. And, uh, so hopefully, uh,
0: really interesting show. I got to tell you, you know, the reason, one of the main reasons that Squawk Ident came to fruition is because, you know, I I have a cousin that has been, she's been doing a podcast for a while and she does one on like spirituality and holistic and tarot readings and- and Wait, 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 wait. You're barely telling me this now. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> what? I have. I have a cousin that does this, and I thought it was interesting. But she's young, and you know, I thought oh, this must be something. an interesting format. You know, and I listened to a few podcasts over the years, and then you know, we've known each other for a while. Yeah, well, uh, like seven, eight, nine, nine, nine years, ten kindergarten. Ten years? Yeah, yeah, kids were in kindergarten together. Yeah. yeah, so ten years. So you know, we've known each other for a while, and you know, when I've been thinking about doing something with aviation, and you know, I had the uh, these stories that I've collected over from Mm -hmm. the flight line for years. And I just thought, man, you know, I I should probably put this like on a, maybe a YouTube channel or something, but I have to protect myself, you know? Yeah, Uh, no doubt. Because when you're working for an employer and it's not just like a job, this is a career field, you know, it's very important to protect yourself, protect your company because, you know, especially nowadays in the climate of the internet. Oh yeah. Anything you say say online.
1: Yeah, there's people getting fired all the time. Oh, there was like a string of that happening in like, I want to say the mid 2000s, like the inception of uh, Facebook, Twitter, and like basically social media before like, before Facebook came on the scene, MySpace was the big deal, right? Oh, yeah. Because we're old people. Yeah. Uh, So, MySpace was a big deal. And no one really got in trouble because nobody was really keen to looking on MySpace when they were trying to like rat on like their you know, their buddies or whoever. Sure. And now when Facebook came in, it just hit and then boom, boom, boom. Well, I don't even know what year I could we could probably look it up, but the um the inception of Facebook is what kind of
0: created that problem where your voice now is Yeah. And well on moderated. Twitter too. Twitter became this uh you know, format. How many characters? Hundred and something. Hundred twenty well, something characters. Think, or, I
1: think it started at like sixty characters, I think, or something like that. Like something really, really low. It was right.
0: It was it's like a sentence and a half.
1: Yeah, it was basically your text messaging, but transferred For the to, world. Yeah, yeah, but transferred to internet. And I remember when that came out. I was like, "What the heck? Why?" I remember I had a neighbor, and they're like, "Whoa, it's because." Um, I can go back and look and it's like a memory and then now you look at well, 2019 and Facebook is that <laughs> way I think Facebook's
0: that way with photos and then Instagram kind of took over and mm-hmm. now that Facebook owns Instagram it totally makes sense you know yeah so it's it's a place to store your memories I mean I can go back you know 10 years of photos on Facebook and, and look at albums because I have albums yeah. by years back yeah. there yeah you know? but so so we got to be careful and uh so here at the uh, Aviator Studios here in somewhere in California, you know, and I fly for Legacy Airlines. It's a fictitious airline. Why? <laughs> Obviously, uh, because I don't represent the company, and and they do have a social media policy. Oh, really? So you can you can post something, take a picture of one of the, something that they own, a property that they own, or or an airplane. Yeah, they can and you get post you. it online without their permission, they can actually terminate you right then and there, no questions asked. Damn. So, so yeah, you you well, really gotta be careful. Yeah, no, that's I've, I, I. No doubt, I believe it. And
1: actually, where I work, there's actual signs everywhere that says no audio or video recording allowed permitted oh. on the site. But that is so loose. Like, there's full on Facebook, like, right. dedicated to like a page of right. that company. And they're, and they're people. So, for people who don't know who are Squawk Ident uh, listeners, I'm actually a truck driver. So, I am in the transportation uh, industry as well. Uh, As am I. He's air and I'm ground. (laughs) You you transport
0: uh, 50 foot long uh, boxes around the country on these uh, paved uh, uh, highways of the the land. And I transport uh, people and cargo in uh, pressurized metal tubes uh, across the country on highways of the
1: air. Yeah, he's air jungle and I'm concrete
0: tar jungle. Yeah. So, so Dom, uh, to get back to it, you kind of were telling me about your podcast. I had no idea that you had mm-hmm. started this podcast. We sat there in the, uh, in, in the uh, drop off area of our kids' school one morning and you're telling me about it. I thought, wow, that's, you know, and, and you planted the seed. You said, you should totally do it. Come on, you should totally do it. So, that's how it got started. I talked about it already in, in my show about how. I got started, how we started uh, looking at YouTube videos and, and you know, what equipment to get. And it, it really has been a blast um, and a way to kind of get it out there. And today, I thought, you know, to do this in-studio guest, use this new toy that we have here, this uh, the Zune H4n Pro that I recently acquired. And uh, it's... For all you podcasters out there, pretty good tool, uh, especially on a budget. You can you can get started with uh, a guest in studio, and we were going to talk a little bit about how our industries are very similar, and, and how oh, they collide. Yeah, well, not-, not collide, but. The kind of they're there's, run there's by the same words we don't use in the yeah. aviation. Industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they collide, collide crash, fire. Yeah. Um, hold my beer. Watch this. All these things you just don't say. Yeah, right? definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know we're we're gonna, we're gonna do a little bit of crossover event here. Well, the, and, one, the the one the one
1: thing that we say in our well amongst like my my group, the working the, the working crew, I guess you could say that we all talk. Sure. Uh, we we always say keep an eye on it. Usually when something's broken, <laughs> we, oh yeah, we, it's a reference to the bosses not taking care of doing the correct maintenance. So, Allegedly.
0: Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So, so, Breaker Breaker deals with topics of the strange, the unexplained, uh, the wacky uh, the stuff that you find online on the internet and some really interesting stuff. <laughs> I, I love your Halloween show. I learned more about Halloween listening to your show than I've heard in years. Yeah,
1: you know what? When I read that thing, uh, there was a few misconceptions that I had, and after I read it, even doing the show, I was like, "Oh yeah, well, whatever." I did the show and I was like, whoa, 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 doing my thing, right? And then afterwards, I read it again, and I was like, "Wow, that was a good article." Like there was some stuff in there that, and I even say some of that stuff in the show, but yeah, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed that show. I'll, yeah, I'll for sure.
0: Too. And now that you get, you're starting to do regular guests on your show, and uh, I've had one guest uh, via remote uh, so far, I've got a couple more lined up for the future. So stay tuned to uh, Squawk Ident and Breaker Breaker for some really good shows. But let's get into this one. We, we kind of talked about what we wanted to dive into today. And one of the topics was the strange and unusual from the road. <laughs> yeah. And right. from the air. And from the air. So, Well, hey, real quick.
1: Yeah. I, I've got some listener questions for you. They didn't want to post anything on, the, uh, on any social media platforms or anything. Sure. Like, but we got some questions for you from my audience. You want to start right now? Well, let's oh, dive yeah. into it. So, okay. let's get right
0: into this segment. All right. well, this is from audience questions.
1: Okay. So, I got one listener who, in particular. I'm going to give him a little shout out because I'm pretty sure. He, I'm just, we're just going to call him Way. Okay, wait, Okay, wait. <laughs> so, Wei, that's, that's a Hispanic thing, folks. Uh, he asks, in the air while you're flying, uh-huh. have you ever seen something that... Okay, basically, a UFO. I'm going to just say it. So...
0: <laughs>
1: or something that you've seen flying around or in the air. Maybe not just a UFO, but something... I, I mean, this is a crazy question because...
0: No, not at all. I, I actually hear this quite a bit, this mm-hmm. question right, uh, about UFOs, which uh, I recently uh, saw a, a video, I guess, online. And, and they actually, it was a, one of these UFO sighting shows, and they're no longer calling them UFOs, right? Yeah, what are they calling them now? Yeah, like I don't like, know, uh, I have to look this up. But. So, have I ever seen anything unexplained? Answer, yes. Have I ever seen uh, an object in the air that was moving in an erratic pattern that I could not explain? Uh, Let's just say lights of some kind? Answer, yes. Do I believe it was an alien life form in a spaceship? No, I do not. (laughs) That's the main question. That's- If it's unexplained- It's unexplained. What is
1: it? What the hell is it? Is it military? And even if it's military, that could be unexplained. It could be something that's in the air that's not for your eyes, and not for civilian eyes. So what could it be?
0: You know, uh, UFOs, and UAPs, like- CRAPs, whatever you want to call this stuff, uh, depending on what branch you're in, if you're a public sector or uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're calling them now. They're no longer called UFOs. They're called unidentified aerial Phenomenons or UAPs. Um, It could be anything. It could be a a meteorite. Uh, Just yesterday, I was doing the uh, red eye back, actually, it was started two days ago and Mm -hmm. did the red eye coming back from Maui. And uh, we're on the hotel van, and the flight attendant is saying, Oh, you guys are going to have a great show tonight. What are you talking about? And she says, Well, you know, the meteor shower, it's going to be. You know, just uh, south of Orion's belt, if you look to the eastern sky. And <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh, I had no idea. And she was like a full-on astronomer. Yeah, yeah <sighs> totally. So, so, we get in the, in the airplane. We're, we're taking off. We, we get to cruise altitude, and it was a beautiful, clear sky. And sure enough, my captain and I mm. uh, saw at least a dozen what we call shooting stars, meteorites falling to the earth, right? Fragments or right, right. something that fall. Yeah. It burns very hot as it comes through the atmosphere and the ozone layer. And it leaves a shooting star. So I was able to see uh, at least a dozen of them. Some of them were, you know, you blink, you're going to miss it. Uh, others, you know, lasted a good four seconds of burning in the air. So to me, if I wasn't told, uh, or I never saw one before and I saw a flash of light falling yeah. in a weird direction over the you know the horizon, I would assume it was a UAP because I wouldn't know what it is, but I know what it was. I, I knew what it was, I UFO. know what they are. UFO. Okay, you're old school. You like UFO. <laughs> I like UFO. Okay.
1: I like the Q QX files music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll have to put that in and post. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you know, the, to answer the question. Have I seen unexplained aerial phenomena or unidentified flying objects? Yes, I have. Uh, do I believe that they were ever at any point something extraterrestrial? No, I do not. Um, we fly over a lot of restricted airspace, a lot of military bases. Uh, you know, there's a lot of testing that goes on in these places. White sands. And uh, so, yeah.
1: These- oh, back up. You can't just tease that. So, <laughs> okay. So let's say you're flying your. Over over the United States, uh-huh. you fly over the desert, yeah. or not even the desert. What's your view of the actual ground from your vantage point? Do you have that vantage point at all, or well, is it just yeah. strictly air, blue skies in front of you, or can you actually look down?
0: We or- traditionally travel in the high 30s uh, when you're cruising on a flight that's more than an hour long. So in, in my current aircraft and my current uh, flight schedule... Uh, usually yeah, the flights are at least two hours long. So, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight thousand feet. We're talking six miles over the surface of the Earth. Wow. That, okay, that's so pretty high up. That's high, but up.
1: you can see the On Earth clear pretty day. good. Yeah. Like sure. so. Let's say roads, cities, What, what, what is it when you you do that thing with your wing?
0: You mean rock the wings? Yeah. I guess I don't know. For what reason? I'm not a pilot. I don't know. Well, you, yeah, I mean, we can do rock. You look? I mean. Yeah, I mean we 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 have a good we have the best view in the like house. like literally looking down. So has I there mean, any been anything? I guess what I'm trying to ask: have I seen anything on the ground on the ground that maybe you're not supposed no, to have see? Because uh, in terms of when an area is, when an area is hot, uh-huh. okay or active, okay, it, any flight coming into Los Angeles from the east, okay, okay, you're going to be flying over either Palm Springs area or Vegas area, right? Okay, and there's uh, plenty of military airspace in that area, Palm. Just Lancaster. Four days ago, this last week, we yeah. did a Las Vegas to LA. It's a short flight. It's like right. 40 minutes, 42 minutes. Okay. So you, you leave Las Vegas and you head southwestbound and you climb up usually to about 24, twenty six thousand feet. Uh it's it's a very short flight. Why would you climb all the way up to come all the way back right, down? Right. right. So on that particular day, and it's not the first time it's happened, probably at least a dozen times in the last year alone. The air traffic control asked us to climb to maintain flight level 290, which is a couple thousand feet higher because mm-hmm. that is the the shelf below that shelf is a military airspace and the military airspace was hot or active.
1: If which the military means space what? is
0: active, the military is using it. Oh, okay. Whether they're using it for aircraft or tanks or exercises, mm-hmm. 9 at 99% of the time uh, in that particular area, uh, just north of Palm Springs, they're using that airspace to do tank training. The military has right. a good squadron of tanks yes. out there. So and, and you can kind of see cannon. sometimes, you can kind of see, especially if they're doing it in the evening, they do it at nighttime. Yeah. And you can see the flash. The if flash, you're paying attention, yeah, yeah. you can see the flash. If it's a clear sky, there's no cloud. You can see the flash from the, from the tanks. Uh, they're using live ammo. And, you know, so we had to climb up above. Now, did that restrict us from seeing what was going on down there? Not really. But if they were doing some, like, super government top secret stuff, (laughs) you know, maybe we were uh, east of Las Vegas, if we were going that way. There's (laughs) there's an area over there that you did a show about uh, a Mm -hmm, couple months back mm -hmm, that, you know, uh, in the event, they don't really fly you over that area. And if that area is hot... Then it's from the surface all the way up to the stratosphere, and they really don't control airspace above sixty thousand feet. But none of our air, a military airplane can go up that high. Yeah, but yeah. none of our airplanes go that high. So, if well, sixty thousand—that's
1: got to that's gotta be like, like what Blackbird yeah. status style? Like well, yeah, stealthy
0: Blackbird really is the only aircraft, yeah. or maybe the U, uh, the UB one or whatever that's spy plane yeah, that, is. That bomber. Yeah, so yeah, uh, those are the only military airplanes are the only ones that really go that high. Yeah. yeah, because it's just you need special engines. You can't. There's no air. Yeah, to burn, like you know, an engine. Yeah, you gotta have. You have to have, have fuel and air. Yeah, right. So right. you don't have no air. It's just fuel. It's not going to burn. So you have to have ramjets and all that kind of stuff. We get into a whole other, you know, aviation technology there. But so air, commercial airplanes don't do that. So yeah, in in the event that there was some top secret stuff going on, there's no doubt in my mind that the whole column of space. Would just be blacked out and air traffic control because above a certain altitude, you have to be controlled under ATC, IFR, flight plan.
1: Yeah. And then they tell you, they don't tell you why. They just say. they'll say that military airspace is hot.
0: Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. Now, can you see down? No, because you're not above it. Right. You're not near it. They'll put you away. The most cool thing in my entire aviation career. And if I find the photo, which I, I had an album Years and years ago on Facebook. I, I'm sure I'll find it. I'll put it in the show notes. But I was over Ormond Beach, Florida, many, many years ago. And which, if you don't know the Florida airspace very well, Hell uh, no. we're con- kind Kennedy, Kennedy, <laughs> Kennedy, no, of no uh, Kennedy Center. Okay. Uh, NASA space shuttle. And we were there at 37,000 feet flying along. And ATC told us, uh, we need you to turn uh, right to a heading uh, to avoid airspace that's going hot in two minutes. Oh, oh really? Wow. What's, what's <laughs> this airspace? It's pretty uh, that's pretty fast. That's going to be the final shuttle launch. Which was what? The Voyager? Or Discovery. The last one.
1: I think it was the, the last Discovery. one? Yeah.
0: The final NASA. Oh, from
1: NASA? Yeah. It was this. Oh. oh. I think it was Voyager. I don't remember. Well, I will look it up. Because so, I've been watching Elon. <laughs> I've been okay. watching Elon yeah. <laughs> do so, his thing with SpaceX because SpaceX, they keep shooting off those... Uh, those 60 Falcons. satellites. Yeah, the, yeah. And, the, and the Falcons to prove they can do it. There's a... Speaking of, that, I just recently saw this video. It's one of those conspiracy videos because conspiracies are fun, right? And, and get you thinking, but they slow down some video footage of... Uh, one of the latest Falcons that w- he tried to launch and it exploded. Oh. I don't know if you've seen that. I don't, think so. I don't know if it's the latest. It's one of them. But one of them failed when it went to go shoot up and then someone slowed down the, the footage Okay, and there's an object flying through the air and it hits it. Really? I and mean, it's like unexplained. Now I don't know if it's a doctored video, which I, I want to say it's doctored. It's the internet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But if you, you have to see it, and then you'll be like, okay, I'll take a look at it. It's either fake or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, for anybody who's out there who's listening who wants to
0: see that, we need to talk to Mulder. Get Mulder in here right away. I, I need Mulder right now. I need Mulder. So, 2011 was the final launch of the space shuttle Atlantis. I was at 36,000 feet. I was told to turn, so I had a slow turn away from the launch, and in the same time, I, I reached into my kit bag, and I pulled out this old Canon ELF point-and-shoot camera, for those of us that are old enough to remember that. Those were the uh, very low-resolution <laughs> digital yeah. cameras, the very first point-and-shoot digitals, and I was able to capture a couple pictures. The 30, of, 35 mil? now this, this was digital. It was a oh, little was pocket digital, digital oh, camera. It was 2011, Sorry. and yeah, at of Kennedy uh, Space Center. Uh we were able to watch the final NASA launch from six miles above the surface of the earth. And it was a sight that I don't think the public most of the public has ever seen. Right, Usually right. Usually we see them from the ground, from you know, news coverage or on video. We got to yeah, see yeah. it from six miles over the surface of the earth, and it was phenomenal. A week later, and if I find photos of that, I'll I'll put them in the show notes as well. A week later. It was an evening flight, low layer of clouds. And all of a sudden, we saw this bright white light. And we knew it couldn't be the space shuttle because just a week prior, they, they launched the final one, the Void, Atlantis. So we queried them. And this time, they didn't. we were far enough away. They didn't make us change direction. I said, what's going on? Are they launching something? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's some kind of uh, rocket or something. I don't know. It should be launching any minute. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's happening right now. and I have pictures of that as well. And that was, it was a amazing. Rocket? It was a Delta rocket being launched from the uh, Kennedy Space Center at night on a clear night with low-laying clouds. And this thing, it just it just disappeared, man. This, those, if you ever get a chance to go see a launch, you know, right. uh, and they open that up to the public. Did you see the
1: one amazing. that just happened? Uh, I think it was this year, actually, um, right here. Out oh of or Vandenberg? The, yeah, out of Vandenberg.
0: Actually Julia, yeah. my wife saw it. And yeah. And she has The pictures rockets of it. were
1: going, yeah, right over right here. It, yeah. It seemed like it was like right over our house. Yeah. And it just went. Yeah, it left so that, in that Sunday, rainbow. In uh, Southern California. I, yeah, <laughs> in SoCal. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned UFOs from our user. I hope that answers the uh, <laughs> the UFO the, question. The, the UFO yeah, question. that was a that was a long enough answer, and <laughs> trust yeah, me. Yeah, I'm sorry. So he's
1: seen a bunch of so you've seen a bunch <laughs> of <laughs> seen junk some things. Yeah.
0: but one thing I saw, we were going to talk about it anyway, might as well dive into it right now, Right, is, you know, strange things we see from the line is back in uh, 2006, I was based out of Chicago and taxing out uh, for a flight. And it was one of those days where it's a beautiful day uh, and it was kind of a fall evening with the overcast sky. So the cloud layer was so thick you couldn't see the the sun in the sky above, but it was bright enough. It wasn't very thick. And as we're taxing out, we noticed over uh, one of the terminals at the United Terminal Concourse C, there was a hole, like punched in the cloud. And I had never seen anything like that before in my life. And so you could hear the chatter on the frequency, "Hey, what's that hole going? What's, what's this?" What's this weird cloud thing going on over the terminal? It's almost like a, somebody shot a laser out in space, and the heat from the laser burned the. I mean, that's what it looked like. Put a and hole so in the cloud. Put a hole, and it was a big hole. It was like it maybe made a donut. Fifty feet. Was it like wide, a donut? Like or a or donut hole. Yeah. You know. So here it is, complete overcast, and in this one little circular area, there was this hole, and you know like what the hell's going on you know what is this and i didn't think anything of it you know because you're kind of in disbelief you're like ah, right. yeah i you know nobody saw craft you know nothing like that but little space aliens a little, little while men. later uh, <laughs> i was watching a discovery show about alien chasers right what was that Do you remember that name of that show on discovery i can't remember it was a couple years after that but yeah. so this show was so going like on and year? they talked about it this was well the event happened uh, according to an article I found, I had to do a little research here, from the uh, Chicago Tribune on the Red Eye, um, on the Red Eye uh, portion of the uh, newspaper article, from an article by Ryan Smith, March 20th, 2013, he talks about, it's entitled, O'Hare UFO Sighting in 2006, one of the most famous reported. Uh, and he writes, you know, the city of Chicago isn't known as a hotbed for UFO activity, but O'Hare's airport is home of one of the most publicized sightings. Of the last decade, a flying saucer-like object was spotted over Concourse C of the United Terminal in November of 2006 by pilots, airline management, and mechanics. Okay. So, this wasn't, you know, some random guy saying, I saw something over there. You know, this is these are professional yeah, people. Meters. Yeah, aviators. Management even. I mean, well-educated people that they saw this. This is... And you know that you don't want to get like, well, this guy's loony, right? Right, right. Your your pilot well, license is uh, yeah, <laughs> a, lot of, a question. Yeah, a
1: lot of people will uh, question you and be like, okay, dude. You probably need to get uh, a psyche valve. Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: Unfortunately, it happens sometimes, but another story. So, the incident uh, was reported by the Chicago Tribune columnist a few weeks later, noted that the object was first seen by United Ramper around 4.30 in the afternoon. After that, a variety of witnesses said that the object was dark gray, about 6 to 24 feet in diameter. Some said it appeared uh, as a spinning frisbee, while others said it wasn't rotating at all. All agree that the object was silent and appeared just below the 1900 foot cloud deck until shooting off into the clouds, leaving a circular hole shape in the cloud. Huh. That's, so that's
1: uh,
0: I was there that day. I saw the so hole. You saw the hole. If you, I saw read the, this, you saw the
1: aftermath.
0: I saw the aftermath. Yeah, if you I saw would have aftermath. read this and not been there, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. Right. You know, but you I'm, saw it. So But I was there. I saw it. So you know, to answer, that's a great
1: I say, I say, okay. People are gonna be like, "All right, who'd you have on your show?" This guy's a little kooky, but I think, me personally, think there's two options. The government has some really badass tech, and it's like really badass tech. I'm sure, like times ten, yeah, times twenty, from what we have now, maybe times twenty, or.
0: The latter. the latter. and now if you listen aliens. to uh, you <laughs> know, aliens, you know, let's just put it that uh, way. Neil 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 deGrasse Tyson. Okay, uh-huh. he's uh, what I would say is a mentor. If you if you believe in mentorship and you know you have to have these principles in life to to have a successful life, I believe in mentorship. So I I follow a couple people, and mm-hmm. he's he's one of the people I right. follow. And he even said, "Okay, we're one planet out of how many millions of planets right. in in the known universe? Let alone the unknown universe? How?" can you say that there's no other life anywhere else? That's the statistical probability of there not being life on another planet. I mean,
1: it's not in the favor of people saying that we are the only ones in the universe. Right No, I've had this, I've had this thought or an end conversation with other folks who are, uh, I hate to say it, but the religious sect usually is, pretty like hell bent on hellbent <laughs> <Sure>. nah, <laughs> yeah at, yeah at being that there is only this earth these people here right us humans well, that, that puts we it in a nice only, clean package no, and it's a it? very clean package yeah and the funny thing is is i was just speaking to the little lady at home actually yesterday we were just having this conversation about aliens and stuff she's not a believer she's like no she's like if they exist no. Why would they come here, blah, 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 right? Okay, I get it. But I was telling her, like, I would laugh so hard. I wouldn't laugh that hard. I would be actually in shock and amazement. But if we were actually just DNA brought here, you know, from another place. Pretty much, yeah. Aliens. From aliens, we calling them aliens. Sci-fi is my but favorite. But what genre. if? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prometheus, like, what if this was the case and we were dropped down here? I mean,
0: this is this is a.
1: a Do theme. you know that
0: that's not the case? Do you know that I that don't, is? You I don't, know don't know either way. I don't know. Well, either nobody way. knows. No, no one, knows. one on this planet that we know of, because uh, who knows? Secret dark. Uh, nobody knows <laughs> dark ops black yeah, ops,
1: black ops. <laughs> we, well no here's the thing though like if you read the Bible the Bible actually says there's a passage I don't know uh, someone can find it who anybody whoever's listening can find it and you can be like oh yeah okay whatever this heathen's going to hell right well it actually says in the Bible do not look to the stars or to the heavens for answers okay. and why is that passage put in the Bible why is it in the Bible?
0: A book that's been translated for how many languages or how many years for stories that uh, were told a mouth.
1: Exactly. Allegedly, for, it's Aramaic. Okay. It's first language. Okay. But why in, even in Aramaic? And then when you ha- look at... I know this is going to sound really kooky, but I've only watched this show one time, Ancient Aliens. Okay, I've yeah. only watched it like once. And since then, I was not sold on it. But the it, it's a compelling argument because of the hieroglyphics... Uh, Everything in ancient times, or ancestry, uh, Native Americans, um, you know the Incas, the Aztecs, the Mayans—all these. There's plenty of imagery in I didn't other know the crystal skulls. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it gets deep, like. But I know. here's the thing: when you go back to that whole, just that slogan right there. Don't look to the stars or to the heavens for answers. Everything you need is right here in this book. Well, like you said. It's all packaged into a book, right? Word of mouth, word of mouth. But when you think about it, it is written by man, inspired by God.
0: You know, I, and I, who's I try the gu- not to. And who's three God? Rules, there's three rules in the cockpit. Do you know those three rules? Are? Right. Three rules you don't talk about. Religion, politics, and... Guns. Guns. I'll take my guns away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of pilots don't want to talk but about
1: But see, you. now I'm not talking religion. I'm just saying... So, well... If we're, going to the sci-fi, if we're going sci-fi, yeah. if we're going sci-fi, if it's not going to be fiction, because think about it, what we're doing right now is fiction about a hundred years ago. We couldn't record like yeah. this. Yeah. All of this, this is all science fiction a hundred years ago.
0: Communicating on a device that's in your palm worldwide, of your hand, supercomputer, just in the 60s. Right. How, how many uh, thousand square feet was IBM's first computer. Yes, I mean, right. it was in a freaking a warehouse. warehouse. Right. It yeah. was controlled by, by accountants, people programming this thing with cards with holes punched out of it, right? Yeah. I mean, and here we are now, your cell phone in your pocket. Okay. Yeah. They, said,
1: they said that NASA went to the moon on something to the equivalency of a Texas Instruments a, yeah, calculator. Calculator. Yeah. As graphing a graphing calculator. Yeah, yeah. And now we have, I can turn off my car or turn my car on with my phone. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I could program my lights, the I can, security I, systems in our houses yeah, they're really all controlled am. by our phone. We can see what's going on on
0: the doorbell, right? I could be spied on by the uh, NSA, FBI. <laughs> Freedom of uh, information, <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. So so these things we don't talk about. Why? Because, like you said, there are those out there in the community, uh, mm-hmm. regardless of race, Regardless of ethnicity or or, uh, sexual preference, status, whatever you identify with, it doesn't matter. Uh, Different religions, it doesn't matter. There are those in the community that believe that way. And Ricky Gervais actually, uh, I like the way he says it. He goes, your religion is based upon where you were born, who you were born under. Right. Because your religion is your parents' religion. Whatever their religion was, that's your religion until you become an adult and then you can decide whether or not you want to continue that or yeah. change it or not do it at all. And that's fine. But this explanation of, of is there life out there other than human and are there be. people on other worlds, uh, we just don't have the capability at this point in the known world if, if there's an answer to that.
1: Yeah, we don't know we don't yet. Know. And even the people who claim that they do know, they don't know.
0: And an interesting like, part of this, uh, the, the, the story there in Chicago, yeah. is that, so the story was actually picked up by major media outlets right after it, mm-hmm. and did you know that the FAA and the airlines all refused to investigate the, the situation, and the FAA dismissed the incident as a weather phenomena, and they even got Dr. Mark Hamburger hamburger Hamb- hamburger and uh, uh an astronomer f- from the adler planetarium which is German. by the way folks if That's you German. ever get a chance to go to the adler planetarium I'm in chicago go. illinois one of the most amazing uh places a great tour great great facility there but yeah a famous astronomer from the adler planetarium agreed saying that the weather conditions at o'hare that day were just right for off. a phenomena called a hole punch cloud it was paid off. Okay, it is something that occurs when a propeller or jet airplane plas- passes through when you have uniform cloud cover and the temperature is just right near the freezing point. Mm-hmm. Hamburgin uh, explained that the liquid water droplets freeze in a hazy disk of ice crystals descend from a hole, and it looks like a perfect hole is punched out of the cloud. So, what that tells me now, I've seen these uh, these Formations before, usually they're at an angle through thicker layer of clouds. Like if you when you come into LA mm-hmm. and it's like an overcast day, and you can see where the airplane six miles ahead of you just went in through the clouds because there's a little hole there. Yeah, and that's you can see the water cool. seas and everything.
1: Actually, it looks pretty cool. It
0: does, yeah. it, and it's and it's kind of a nice way to see where you're going to be penetrating into this cloud, uh, whether you need to uh, adjust and put on anti icing systems in your airplane and everything. So, but this day I was there. Uh, I mean, yeah, the- I've never seen anything like it. Now, could it be absolutely a weather phenomenon that it can be explained by a couple of scientists and give us temperature and dew points and freezing levels and ice crystal formation and, and the weight of uh, molecules yeah. per square the centimeter? viscosity, yeah. The viscosity, of the dew point. Of course it yeah. can. <laughs> of course it could be explained. But I, I who knows?
1: But Bar- t- but can it be explained? Can it be? Laymans like us will nod our heads and just, okay. Yeah. I saw
0: a big hole in the sky. It was oh, yeah. great
1: must be been alien but i guess just you said it. i'm just i'm just
0: going off what the simpsons told me what yeah. can i tell you <laughs> <laughs> but you've seen it so therefore well there to some degree there's
1: something you can't explain doth my eyes deceive me i don't know
0: but yeah so do you have anything unexplained from the road that's a good question um <laughs> i think i okay so aliens
1: hitchhiking no yeah really uh <laughs> I think I mentioned one story like in one of my episodes on on my show, but it's not really a thing like there's animals that live around everywhere, and sometimes they're not supposed to be living where they're living, and sometimes you run into those types of things, um driving all over the country. Chupacabra. I've only did yeah chupacabra man there was one time out in the desert i was uh, i was i don't know man, I must have been tired. Or what? But I've seen a lot of weird stuff like that where, and people just do things. Or is, is this a PG or can I cuss?
0: It's ex- yeah, no, you can oh, say whatever okay. the fuck you want.
1: Okay, just checking because we're all I, adults here. I, I feel like we need to loosen up.
0: My 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 audience is okay, at yeah. least age.
1: Just just checking. Um, as, as I think is here. Right? No, because I keep I try to keep mine as PG ish as. Possible, but so do you not want to? No, I don't give a fuck. No, I really don't give a shit. But you I just, I right just right don't right want people. <laughs> yeah, you can say shit on the radio. Yeah, I just don't want your audience to be like, man, this guy's. A I'm buddy. offended. This guy's a by shit. people that get offended. <laughs> fucking by everything. putty everything. mouth. That's this guy's a putty mouth motherfucker. Yeah, right? No, but really, Keep what happened real. was okay. So let's just put it in perspective. I'm actually a truck driver, so I spit, curse, um, drink, smoke, um, like women. No, you don't. You go to church every Sunday. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, I don't smoke, but I but I like to I like to partake in the drink when I get a chance, and I like to be rowdy from time to time, but not as much anymore because now I'm busy. Well, you got, took the Mohawk yeah, away. I took you know, the Mohawk away. Yeah. No more Mohawk. No, no more, more Mohawk. That's yeah. It, no more punk. So I I I like to be a little bit more grounded. I I say all that, but really, I'm a family man. Actually, so I'm bullshitting yes, you, you all, but uh, but for the most part, when I'm out on the road and stuff, yeah, it's it's shit kicking time and get the truck moving and whatever so uh, classic I'm not like big and overweight like some of these guys that you see so it's not like classic truck driver so when you see me you don't think I'm a truck driver unless I tell you I'm like oh truck driver but so I live that lifestyle to a degree but then you got to cut it when you get home so I come home every day I'm not a long haul guy and I've tried the long haul stuff and even on my long haul trip I didn't see shit <laughs> i didn't see shit yeah. the one thing i did see was that oklahoma takes fucking forever to drive through because it's a long ass day and he just keeps going going and going and going and going and you're just driving and next thing you know you're like fuck yeah why the hell am i still in this? Oh, state i heard texas is like that too yeah texas too yeah. yeah for sure um idaho was a really nice spot i liked idaho i went through the winter yeah. my first driving experience in snow and that was real hectic. Did you have well, to put chains on? No, actually, fortunately, I did not have to put chains on. And that's a story in itself. But as let's backtrack over here to strange things that I might have seen. So the most strange stuff... I've got friends who have seen way crazier stuff than I have. But yeah. for the most part, like I've seen... I've
0: been flashed by women. That's weird. That you were happy that that happened or unhappy that that happened? Let's just put it that way.
1: Uh, I was... Flattered, <laughs> I was flattered. Yeah, thank you. I was young, and these women were probably—they were very well the top side, and very happy to do that. So
0: you're just driving down the road, minding your own. Yeah, actually, business, really. you know what? And they drive by, and they just like. Yeah, it was actually swerve, but... It
1: was yeah, really. It was really weird
0: because <laughs> swerve like a perv, <laughs> <laughs> swerve like a perv.
1: So I, I'm gonna tell you like this. So I was driving out here in uh, Orange County, right? You you know where
0: Orange County is, California. And you're just like doing every stereotype. <laughs> ever, like, I'm guilty of it too, yeah. Go ahead. Hey, but no, it does. Orange ex- County it is does that, exist. Is that near Lemon County? Yeah, it? no, it does exist
1: though. They do absolutely uh, we, we have my terminal where I work out of, we get all walks of life and sure. from every state of the country comes through my terminal. Big, little, any color, any race, whatever. And, uh, and some talk just like that. But the um, this trip I was taking, it was a local run, just driving down the road, and I can't believe I'm telling you guys this story about <laughs> getting flashed, titty-flash. So, I'm driving down the road, well, and- Strange and unusual. Uh, yeah, I hear this fucking car just rev its engine, I go whoo, and it, I look in my side of my mirror, and I go, really? And we're doing a freeway merge, like an interstate merge, where sure. you kind of- breaking off. One's going the other way. One's going south. One's going to continue on uh, west. Uh So, And you probably know where the 16 and the 57 uh, take off. So I'm taking that 57 south and as I'm over in like, I think it was like the middle lane, there's a car comes up on my left side and I hear it and it's a loud fucking beast and I know this is a monster v8 something or other okay. i look and i can't really tell what kind of car it is and it pulls up and it rubs its engine again right next to me and i look down and this <laughs> it's a heavier set uh blonde woman okay <laughs> and she hangs out the window and she from from the top down pulls down and it's the car I kid you not, is one of those classic GTOs. Oh, my God. Completely fucking souped up. I would have been like very impressed a by the Badass car. car. By the car. Oh, no. that's I was double impressed. Oh, double. <laughs> triple. <laughs> yeah, triple, <laughs> uh, triple. Yeah. It was two females, and I guess they were just having a good time. And uh, the sad part about it was that I was working on a Saturday, and they were joyriding on a Saturday. So, there yeah. you go. But that's so, not, it wasn't Christy Brinkley in a Ferrari. No, 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 no nothing no. like but that. No, okay. was, but so, yeah, like little stuff like that. And there's some other ones that are probably a little bit more X rated, if you know what I mean. Driving down the road and you see things that
0: maybe While well, you're in a truck, you're up high, you can see down in the vehicle next to you, and you can yeah, see. There's some yeah, there. there's a lot of showboaters out there. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of showboaters on the road in the middle of the night. Oh, well, oh, well, here's one. Here's one. Yeah. This isn't creepy, weird story. I know we're kind of going for that right now, but I <laughs> want to tell this story anyway. So I'm driving <laughs> towards... I'm in the desert, and it seems that the desert has this problem, or not a problem, because it makes for interesting... I guess people
0: think that they're safe because there's
1: no one around. Right. No, yeah. no. They want to be seen. Well, they want I'm to be saying. seen. So they,
0: should be, they should be driving through LA traffic then. Yeah. It's a bunch of fucking
1: voyeurs. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. fuck with drivers, man. I'm serious. So I'm driving... Up this hill, going towards uh, 29 Palms. It's a Marine Corps base town.
0: Absolutely. We're just talking about 29 Palms.
1: Yeah, 29 yeah. Palms. Yeah. yeah. And North of Palm Springs. Right. North Palm Springs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Marine Corps base, and they do all kinds of training up there. With and tanks? With big tanks. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm driving up, middle of the night, and there's a car on my left side. Again, showboaters. Yeah.
0: They we, know where you sit in left side of the cab. Yeah, yeah.
1: So <laughs> thank you, Doctor Obvious. Anyway. <laughs> Captain. Captain Oh, yeah, sorry. Captain, sorry. Obvious. Cap- Captain Was Obvious. Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious. Anyway. anyway, so this guy pulls up next to me and I don't think much of it. And I'm and I have a Bluetooth, so I'm talking with somebody on the phone. And when you go up this little mountain pass, you lose connectivity, right? Okay. So there's nobody there. And I go, Hey man, I'll let you go and I hang up with a friend of mine on the phone because we Usually work at night, so it's probably the best time to drive no traffic, but you get these weirdos that do weird things so we're driving I'm driving up this mountain and my truck it lags obviously, so everybody gets pissed off doesn't want to be behind a big truck because going up a hill you're gonna put it real slow so there's no reason for a car to go my speed they're just gonna be going. Whatever speed yeah, they zoom, can zoom, you know, zoom, zoom get yeah. get moving, right? So sure. I'm not paying attention to this car. I'm just kind of like my own this? and I go, and then I realize like this car's pacing me. Why the fuck is this car pacing me? I look over to my left, look down, and it's dark, and then we get further up, I don't know if I want to hear this I look <laughs> but, down again, and it's a dude uh, just driving with no pants on uh, a heavy set guy. Uh, a fat guy, <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: yeah. like I have a, a fat, fat guy, skinny whatever, and yeah, we no, get no, up to the top of the, the hill,
1: and he's just like driving Came not from he's, the nudist colony. He's not doing anything wrong, inappropriate. Okay. He's just driving with his pants down. Yeah,
0: well, maybe his air conditioning yeah. was up, and it's <laughs>
1: yeah. Was it hot? No, it was not. It was actually <laughs> wintertime. It was cold, and so. Wow. Yeah, hence I couldn't see anything. Not that I was <laughs> looking, <laughs> but you know, right. I was like, "Hey, buddy,
0: what the heck is the? Oh my god!"
1: <laughs> but yeah, so you've seen some shit. Yeah, those are just like the minor. Those are just like the quirky. But no, quirky. Nothing
0: like no images, no strange uh, uh, like hallucinations of light and smoke. The, and okay, well here's one. Here's a we, we go down. To the, we
1: go down to the Mexican border a lot, and. This is the way I explain it out. So, I go down there all the time, and I was doing a border run, a border run, <laughs> making a run for the border, south of the border. Yeah, not nah, not south of the border. Uh, just right, right there, this little little area called Otai. And if you guys are familiar, any listeners, you guys know where this at. There's a um, there's a ooh, there's a um, a small airport over there. They actually run uh, those blimps. Those oh, yeah. air, those like the good whatever, year. air airships whatever uh-huh. you call them they they run those they park them down there a lot uh so there's and I think there's a prison down there too, and then of course, you have border patrol that's always down there so being a delivery driver, well not a like a delivery delivery guy but like a you know freight driver, sometimes you get a chance to see what's in these warehouses being shipped, but let me just put that in the back of your mind and then I'm gonna go with the actual stories so I got other friends who've been going down there just the same as I do for years. So, I have never seen anything in the sky. This is where I'm going with this. But allegedly, the friends of mine who've gone down there, they have sworn that they have seen crazy lights that cannot be explained as in going like left, right
0: yeah i've seen i've seen those yeah especially left, right left New right Mexico, up down arizona yeah, yeah. especially on the border they do they do a lot of uh reconnaissance uh, training mm-hmm. out there and the aircraft the spotter aircraft will drop a flare depending on the color of the flare mm-hmm. then you know you would do your training well, aerial training exercise and then another flare and another and so sometimes you see these things and you're like That light and then all of a sudden the flare does woohoo that's because it an airplane flew by it and the jet wash it It blows the flare up down left right and they go oh no this is a ufo it's unexplained well it's a flare more than likely and i've seen those in that area you would think that it's a flare right well i would hope that's that's,
1: i would think that it would be something explained just as easy as that but these guys swear it's not that type of a situation they're like oh no this is like whatever it is it has intelligent movement like it's moving
0: Unexplained, yeah, yeah,
1: and it's not like an object. So then, me being nosy and you know being curious, curious. From let's, time, let's go with From, curious, from time right. to time, I'll be inside of this warehouse, and for for a long time, there was this company that was shipping back and forth up to Pasadena. Okay. I can't remember the company, but it's a it's an avionics company. Actually, they actually make uh, drones. So Uh full-on suitcases of drone equipment. So the border patrol likes to use drones, Uh
0: uh-huh, big ones and little ones, and they have to be illuminated.
1: And guess what? Make the FA happy. They move intelligently because someone's moving them. That's you know
0: that's actually I never really thought about that, but that's probably one of the best. Yeah, explanations. Explanations because a lot of these drones they can go up pretty damn high. And if we have drones that you can buy for nineteen ninety-nine at. Big Lots or Walmart or whatever. Yeah. You know, that tells me that this technology has probably been around for a really long time. Oh, yeah. The government side of things, top secret stuff, you know, uh, prototypes and stuff. And then now they're, you know, they're out there and they're the consumer. Someone, you know, leaked that information or whatever. And they started making drones and toys and and now we have them. On the yeah, level, but it's but- not
1: really a hard thing to really... We already had radi- RC cars, RC airplanes. Mm-hmm. So it's not really something that was inconceivable. You know what I mean? It was the next step. Now, we, now we're seeing people put uh, guns and, on drones. There was a few years back where they some guy decided... It was like the first time. I'm sure it's been done already by the military. But this guy just straight up put a, a handgun on a drone... With a uh, remote trigger so we can shoot it. Obviously, it's not going to work. The well.
0: recoil, wouldn't that really hurt the drone's uh, ability for stabilization?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my million-dollar idea is put two more props in the rear so every time it shoots, that's going to be in sync with each other. So when it shoots, it fires
0: up those props. And now that you've said that on the air, let's see who comes up first. Yeah, who's going to... Hey, and then pay us. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I think that
1: that just went out the window. <laughs> yeah, they've they already they've already developed it. It's already something but you've that's never developed. seen yeah.
0: any phantasm. Uh, no, no. Like okay, well,
1: okay. So uh, this I explain away. I explain away all these things to something logical. So you're on the road for long periods of time. Sometimes you get no sleep. It's night shift. You do a lot of night shift work. Um, there was one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is stupid. So my first job my first driving job <laughs> it's a silly ass story, so I'm about twenty twenty seven maybe twenty yeah time ago not that not that long <laughs> not though. that long it was ago. like last year <laughs> it was like last year again yeah okay, maybe a few how many times
0: ago. have you celebrated that birthday? yeah, it yeah. was like a few years ago
1: per se anyway, so <laughs> my my Like, my first driving job, I was getting trained by this Vietnam vet, straight out of the movies Vietnam vet, um, from Utah. He wore the belt buckle, the Colt 45s, the double 45 belt buckle, facing inwards towards his wiener, you know what I mean, like... Oh, is that where it's facing? Yeah, that's oh. where it was facing, you know. Yeah. I remember seeing the belt buckle because he tucked his shirt in because he was old school. Yeah. You know, he's like and then it was always like a T shirt, rolled up jeans, and some fucking shit kicker boots, right? Because he's a truck driver and he's a marine. Because once a marine, always a marine. So he had the haircut, and I'm this guy's like sixty some years old, right? And he had the haircut still, you know. Probably does fifty push ups every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chopped, I got you. Yeah. Jar jar head, definitely. Flat top. So we're, <laughs> yep. And so he, this guy was hilarious, though. He was a really good guy. Um, I'm pretty sure he's still alive, because you probably can't kill his ass, because <laughs> he's so old. Anyway, that guy, he's training me, right? We're driving, and he had that old Utah accent, and we're, we're driving around, and I'm not used to this 12-hour shift. Thing it was a three o'clock in the afternoon to three in the morning shift. Ouch! Yeah, so it's nasty. Yeah. So you get the three o'clock to six o'clock after work uh, traffic, and then of course you know it dies down throughout the night. But then throughout the night, when it starts getting dark, you start getting a little bit sleepy, and then sure. that that time frame when it's about like two in the morning, that's that. Killer spot where you. just your like, wackle. Uh, yeah. We talked about that in uh, on Squawk yeah, I did, yeah, The ex- wackle. When I heard window that window of circadian low Yeah, exactly. When I when I heard you talking about that, I was like, it was probably two o'clock in the morning when oh, I was listening probably, to it. It's yeah. Probably. Yeah. When I recorded it, I was probably <laughs> like closing my eyes, like, Ugh. oh yeah, yeah, it's circadian what rhythm, what who, what nighttime. Anyway, so the um, yeah no we so we're driving and I got to say it's like my second day of training with this guy, and he's teaching me how to. Like drive, I had a I had a license already, but you don't know how to drive unless you get trained to drive, and so we're driving down. He's driving back. I'm in the call it the sleepy seat because you're a passenger, so basically he just rocks you to sleep. You don't learn shit. You just look out the window, you know, like like Garfield on the on the fucking window yep. suction cup, and so we're driving along, and I'm we're right here on one of these local freeways coming back, and. I look out and I swear, I fucking saw a fucking ostrich on the side of the road. That's how tired I was. Right here, local to us. And I looked over and I go, did you see that? And he's like, what? I go, fucking big ass bird. And he goes, (laughs) he looks over and he goes, a big bird? And I go, no, like a big bird. He goes, what the hell are you talking about? And I go, no, there's a big bird. I just saw it on the side of the road. And he goes, what? Big bird? With that <laughs> voice. That, <laughs> yeah, he goes, big bird. And he's he like, what are you talking about? Like, Sesame Street? And I go, no, man, like a big bird. He's like, oh, you must be tired. He's like, go ahead, man. Just shut your eyes, because you see shit when you're tired. And I go, oh, I, true, I, no, I, I swear it. I saw a fucking. And he goes, well, what kind of bird did you see? A big yellow one? <laughs> I was like dick! I go no, uh, it was like an ostrich, and I was just so tired. I didn't even want to argue. I was like, no, nah, never mind, dude. And he goes, he goes. Well, long as you didn't see a black dog, and I was like, a uh, black dog, all right? Whatever. So that shit like had me rolling when I when I got home. I was like, fucking big bird. And then learning about this guy, he was just like a class act, like old school marine. He would do training videos and <laughs> he would fuck up the videos because he'd get all pissed when trucks would drive by. And he'd be like, hey, I'm trying to record. And he'd like look over to the right, look over to the left, like, god damn it. Like, and they would play it for the whole entire company. <laughs> they wouldn't edit that out. Yeah, almost. they wouldn't edit it out. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they would just <laughs> let it
0: play. And people would just be dying laughing. But uh, that's great because when you're watching a training video, yeah. you know, you know, don't through those. Yeah, yeah those, they fucking 1980s, suck usually. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hi, and welcome to the
1: company. Yeah. Yeah. This is John, and John definitely likes to look at his text while he's driving. Is that productive? I think not. Maybe if John didn't drive and text at the same time, he wouldn't have gotten to an accident.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as they show footage from red asphalt. Yeah, Yeah. for sure.
1: And It's like boring as shit and everyone wants to get up and leave. But yeah, no, and so this guy, uh, he warned me about the black dog and since then I've actually seen the black dog more than I wanted to. What the to. heck
0: is this black dog? Is this like a... Um, well... it's like an actual dog or...
1: Yeah, it's a black dog. Literally a black dog. If you see the black dog, it's pull the fuck over and... go like to sleep. A, Like
0: a black cat. Yeah. But for truckers, it's a, a, a dog black dog. So if you see road. a black dog on the side of the road, mm-hmm. dead or alive?
1: Usually, usually alive.
0: Alive. Walking, so if you see yeah. a, a, a black dog walking around on the side of the road, mm-hmm. more than likely you're on an interstate, right? So right. you see black you got to pull over yeah do you it, do you do that it's time to
1: yeah. pull over and yeah i've done it i've had to just like really like when i saw my first black dog i was like are you kidding me like
0: no like that's this is so ridiculous there's no dog so you know it, it's in, your brain in italy for good yeah. luck uh-huh uh they say le pale, which is scratch your balls okay okay so where did this come from? this came from pff, you know, generations back. my, 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 bale. my uh, Yeah, gratte le vale. Gratte vale. vale. So Gratele you see vale. something. So in Italian, if you see a hearse, or if you see a nun walking down the street, okay, or you, yeah, or you see a black cat, right? Ooh. So you see any of these, like, these unlucky things. Uh-huh. They Italian, say, oh, vale, you know, you scratch your balls, you scratch so your balls. They, and they'll bring you a good lot of, the good luck. Remind me not to shake your hand yeah. before I leave. That's kind of cheating, So yeah, so you see a black dog, you just you know, t- you it's audio. Just, you don't have to just show keep me. Keep going, and vale, you know, and just keep going. But anyway, I digress.
1: Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> th- there's no scratching your balls when you see the uh, black dog, no. unfortunately. But yeah, and that's it's something uh, I think uh, I've only seen. I've only heard of a few other drivers who've had that experience where they. The worst is when you don't take warning and you wake up and you're right behind another truck about like two feet away from it and then you hit the brakes and you're like, oh shit. And that's happened, I think, a few times to me where I had to pull over and like, okay. You're, like, you're,
0: you're awake, your eyes are yeah. open, but you're really not awake. You're doing right. a micro sleep.
1: Yeah. It's uh, for people who have had serious alcohol problems. Uh, it would be the equivalency to blacking out.
0: Blackout. out, yeah. yeah. No, microsleeps are very serious and they're, yeah. and a lot of drivers get them. You know, you're sitting there, you're driving, your eyes are open, the music's playing, and all of a sudden you just kind of like shake awake and you're like, oh my God, I don't remember the last 30 seconds or the last mile or the last yeah. you know, 10 minutes. Oh yeah, no, it's a... It's it, a microsleep. You're you're awake, you're, your eyes are open, but your your cognitive senses are not there.
1: Yeah, it's a true thing. Yeah. It's yeah. very it, dangerous, it, I can it, it imagine. It
0: sucks. Being on the road, sitting <laughs> in a... Yeah. In a, in a cab for hours on end at the controls of a heavy equipment that is going down the road at high speed. Oh shit! Pilot or I think front that's driver? what you do too. I think that's, too. Pretty much, yeah, uh, that's pretty much yeah, pretty right. much yeah, yeah. Except you hit air. You don't hit anything. Well, your, your, your biggest birds. problem.
1: Yeah, your biggest problem is a yeah bird strike yeah. or the landing. Uh,
0: you know that's it's funny you say that because we were just having this conversation. I uh, came in and just did this really nice flight, and I think we were. What did we do? Oh, we're doing a Cancun flight. So mm. it was my leg. I got to fly from Dallas to Cancun. Oh, so this is your, your this recent? This is last week. This is just last your week. So here trip. we are, we're flying, <laughs> and the flight is just beautiful. And, you know, we briefed the landing, and I had never been in Cancun. So I studied up, and, you know, I knew the terrain, I knew the airport, I knew which way we were going to turn off the run, all the basic aviation stuff, right? Right. So I tell the captain, we're on, we're on final. And I look over and I look at the captain, I go, you know, this flight's been perfect. And he goes, yeah, it's been nice, smooth. C++ has been off the whole time. It's been great. And he goes, watch me fuck it up in this landing right here because that's <laughs> the only thing the passengers are going to remember is the last 15 seconds of the entire flight right when you land. So if I, if I conducted the perfect flight and the landing wasn't yep. perfect or if it wasn't you know very good. The entire flight sucked. Oh, that was an awful. Yeah. Nice landing air Cap. You know, they always, yeah. they always oh, have yeah, something yeah. to say. And, some, and, and some nowadays, uh, this is... You know, back in the day, it was always, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, thank you, you know, pilots, whatever. Yeah. And they'd stick their head in the cockpit and they'd walk out. oh, Thanks, guys. And now, I mean, I think this... The uh, society of social media and people getting braver in their comments online now they're starting to get braver in their comments in real life in as real well. life and they you know oh yeah nice landing there bucko you know you maybe you should like hit the bar a little earlier instead of you know. <laughs> like what yep. well
1: with with all the information that's out there Everybody's a fucking
0: expert. You right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, my cousin said <clears throat> that, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, in like my case, like if someone were to ask me something about... Um, like, okay, so just my, the little lady, she's actually an RN. And sometimes I have my trucker buddies because they know... And they ask me questions, and they're like, "Aren't you like a professional? Haven't you have you seen a
0: rash <laughs> like this before?" Yeah, I'm like, <laughs>
1: "Dude, I'm not the RN, bro. Like, I'm not the guy." Yeah, she is, but I can ask her or shoot her a text, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, do that." And then she's like, "Well, I'd have to see it, and they right. need they need to do like labs, and I'm not a doctor, I'm a nurse." Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. like, like what the fuck? I'm like, relax, man. And I go, just Google that shit, and well, you'll Tom's have. it every- wife yeah. said, <laughs> "Yeah, exactly. Just Google it, and you'll have everything everything that you, every disease known to man Yeah. once you google it like that little fucking bee sting now you
0: have now webmd you have, have
1: a- yeah you have everything you have diabetes aids have measly, measles measles measle yeah you got the measles uh you got yeah. fucking gonorrhea ooh <laughs> yeah you get it from that too buddy not really but yeah the you said Gonorrhea. Well, it was, are we gonorrhea or no? <laughs> are we gone? No. No, but the... Uh, no, no strange thing. Uh, warehouses I've gone to... Well, here's one. Here's one for you. Yeah. This isn't even scary, but this is a cool place where I went. Um, right here, we had this place. It was like kind of like an offsite warehouse. It was like an extra warehouse where... This is a different company I used to work for. Uh, we'll call it Legacy Trucking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or... Legion, Legion trucks. Anyway. Legion. Yeah, they're Legion. (laughs) Fucking cancerous legions. And yeah, that company. Anyway, that's a whole, that's a story in itself right there. So this company, they had an, like an offsite, an offsite to an offsite, which was an old warehouse. And the way you docked up to it, it had these crazy, um, docks that were at an angle diagonal
0: yeah it was like a 45 degrees Mm -hmm. yeah Uh yeah yeah yeah, exactly
1: so when you pulled in you had to come in at an angle and they weren't made for 53 footers because right across the way which is not there anymore it's not in existence actually it probably was still there if I remember correctly but they're not in use was old railroad and that old those tracks sure so you would basically use like an old like truck like from the like the 20s and 30s and then you dock in and so that's how old this building was well later i found out well i made my delivery there of course and we unloaded the, the trailer and everything but and i remember going in there and I go, hey can i use the bathroom oh yeah yeah go in there and it was old stalls old bathroom with newer like like uh dividers because you know obviously it's got to be yeah the old bathrooms yeah. didn't have a divider. yeah, yeah. yeah. no no <laughs> yeah we just look at each other yeah in the 30s um they, so old ass bathrooms like the pipes you could tell they're like old galvanized steel like how do you, you know, wash your hands with like smut you know and uh, or rust or whatever i don't know how they clean them i don't know what you turn the water on it comes out
0: brown for yeah. like two minutes yeah,
1: yeah exactly yeah and i'm gonna wash my hands and come out dirtier brought this water in just for you from Flint yeah from yeah flint <laughs> which that's, a, that's that's another another story. That, that's another story man <laughs> that's another uh, i have i have a bone to pick maybe i'll on my on maybe breaker breaker on the next one on my breaker breaker yep. show stand alone I'll do a flint water because I got a bone to pick with that whole topic but anyway, so I learned later that this building that I was dropping off some you know extra freight or whatever uh that they were using was an old building that they would use those railroad tracks to bring the bodies back from World War II oh, and they would put them all inside of this building toe-tagged, body-bagged and it would be like hundreds and hundreds it was a big-ass building really, really big so they would toe-tag them or whatever you want to call it sure, so yeah. the remains basically of
0: U.S. soldiers so the staging area basically yeah. for yeah. bringing over soldiers that, from the war
1: yeah, basically, yeah and so that would be where they would have where they would distribute you know, to families afterwards sure so and put them in coffins and there. But yeah, so that was the staging area. And it was, once I, I, went, I had to go back a couple times after that. And then I remember going there and thinking about it. Like, this is kind of weird because now we're putting, it was actually uh, auto parts that I was putting in there. So I was like, this is really weird because now we're from 1920 or whatever, 1940s, you know, a death building yeah. to, Hold my
0: consumer fucking products, you, you know? It's know? amazing the history of, of a lot of architecture in this country. And if we really go into some of these older cities and dig into the history, you know, that uh, artist loft that you just purchased for uh, $527,000 that was in a downtown area used to be the tracks where they had, you know, toxic waste and industrial uh, uh, farming Bar- equipment, yeah, whatever. Garbage, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's just amazing. But I I actually stayed at a a place um, years ago, many more than a decade ago, uh, and it was a, one of the most regist- a registered as one of the most haunted places in the U.S. What over place in is Chattanooga? That? As oh yeah yeah. So uh, I yeah, remember. First-
1: did you say something on a previous episode, or or am I confusing that with a conversation that we had before?
0: No, I think it was a conversation we had. Um, so I. Never really saw a ghost. I don't really, I'm not into that kind of thing, you know? Right. But, uh, but, but I, yeah, I, I remember but, I was. Wait uh, a second. Before you go any further, can you admit,
1: though, from time to time you get the hairs in the back of your neck? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I
0: just watched Six Sense. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I got cold. I see, <laughs> I see red, uh, you know, red, red fabric, and that means a ghost nearby. everybody. No, uh, I have. I, You know, we all get those feelings, those, those weird, like deja vu somebody's uh, so watching yeah me. something's happening that i don't it cannot be explained um and it, it makes for great uh horror movies but yeah so i was uh wait, what, doing what, an what overnight kind of, wait, i was wait, a brand
1: what, new what, what kind of movies horror. oh horror oh, horror okay, okay horror no. Uh, oh no ho- uh, horror ho- ho- okay, just
0: horror try.
1: horror horror movies <laughs> so uh, scary movies uh so yeah not, so not i was a movies. new okay. i was
0: a new fo and i'm flying with this you know this crew hey and for
1: for uh for my listeners, yes. FO is what?
0: First officer. First officer. Okay. First officer. Which okay? In, in every cockpit, there is uh, two pilots in the U.S. on a on a charter, at least two, and there's always a captain uh-huh. and a first officer. Now both are qualified in the aircraft, especially now in the modern uh, uh, airline world. Both are typed in the airplane. Both fly the airplane. Uh, we take turns. Uh, But there's somebody that needs to be responsible in the final authority, and usually it's the most senior person in the cockpit, and that would be the captain who sits on the left side of the cockpit. The FO, or the first officer, is the one sitting on the right side of the cockpit. Now, that doesn't change anything. There are a couple procedural things that only the captain does, like taxi the airplane, because on the captain's side, normally he's the only one, or she's the only one, with what we call the tiller, which steers the nose gear of the aircraft on the ground. But uh <laughs> in the air, in, in terms of uh you know flying the airplane, both pilots are equally qualified. Right. Obviously the captain's more experienced, but and the they're FO the ones that is the, the paperwork. Yeah, the
1: FO is the underling,
0: right? The yes. Like okay. the you know, I I don't even want to say words like apprentice or anything because you're both professionally qualified and, and licensed. But in underlined. the aircraft. Nevertheless. Okay, sure. Right. (laughs) So I was, I was, uh, you're the low man on the totem pole. Just admit it. 20 years. I, I, actually, I am right now. Oh, are Um, you? Yeah, honestly. Oh you, oh, you are? Yeah, because you, know, oh, you, you go to a company. Oh, here I am talking you, shit. You work, you work, you <laughs> work whatever, your way up.
1: You're whatever, Dick, come over here Yeah. <laughs> and tell no, me. No, we're,
0: we're off the air. Yeah, you're going to get a pound yeah. uh, <laughs> No, so uh, you, you work your way up, and then once you have the seniority and the time under your belt, then in a position opens whoa, whoa, up, you whoa, become ba- a captain. Backtrack here, Squawk Ident.
1: Weren't you captain at one
0: point? Yes. Oh. Yes, I was captain uh, for many years. Oh, on a, at, at the other airline. Oh, okay, okay. okay and then uh, I was able to acquire a position with a new airline, a much bigger airline, legacy, legacy airlines. airline, legacy. Okay, line. so so and then I start from the bottom. Okay, my so, previous experience counts only for previous experience. It's like kind of like I work for ABC Trucking, and right, then right. I went to XYZ Trucking, and XYZ Trucking. I'm now S- new, so, so, so I don't have the best the routes. I don't have the weekends off. I don't have the holidays I, because I got start over. Right. It's kind of the same principle. Yeah, like. Almost yeah. like unions and shit. E- exactly. Yeah. So so right now I'm you know, I've been with a company a couple years and that's it. So it's gonna take me uh, probably four, five, six more years minimum, if not longer, to upgrade and become right. a captain again. So the, the, really the difference is obviously you get paid more because your responsibility is much higher. You're the one signing off. Right. Okay, you've seen the movie Sully. Okay, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the captain in the FO, like, Sully was the one in charge. He, he was, was the he man was the responsible at the point, person, Yeah, the responsible party. So that's what FO is. Okay. okay. Cool. So I was a young FO. It was like twenty years ago. I'm new with the airline industry. I've been flying for okay. about ten years before that, but still new with that airline. I'm flight.
1: technically talking to a captain.
0: Well, yeah. Once a captain, always a captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, sure. So, uh, so here I am, and I go to this uh, hotel, and the flight attendant says, "Listen, uh, make sure they don't put you in, in the old wing of the hotel in Chattanooga." Here, uh, I'm like, "What?" She's like, yeah, that 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 wing's haunted. Like, what do you mean haunted? Haunted. I don't believe that haunted. Yeah, whatever. She's like, no, 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 seriously. I mean, this place has been on TV. It's very famous, and uh, the place we were staying at was a hotel in uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, called the Reed House. Now, the Reed House um, was formerly called the Old Crutchfield House, uh, uh, named for the Crutchfield family who built it. It was located directly across from the railway during. Uh, this time in Chattanooga, the railways were the main source of business uh, and imports, right? So there was always constant flow to this area. Right. Okay. We're talking 1860s, right? So That's uh, World War Two so, time. Eight, uh, not World eight, War II. <laughs> Civil, War. <laughs> Civil War. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about World War II. That
1: was in yeah. my mind, but Civil War. So, yeah. so the Union 18... soldiers
0: would come through and they would need uh, a place to to crash, to sleep, to... Have a, a female caller come in uh, and give them a, a good time, right? So this place was no, there was relatively grab, really famous. Now, room three eleven is the room that's in question. So as soon as we got to the front desk, you know, my personality, and, mm-hmm. you know, challenged authority. You know, so I guess so. I heard this place is haunted, and the lady, oh yes, you know, we have special tours of of that of that room, and and we have TV shows that come in and do their their thing, and you know, you can. You know, Paid to stay in the room overnight as well. Uh, very famous people have stayed there. Uh, she explained to me how you know uh, Oprah Winfrey, Gary Cooper, Winston Churchill, even Al Capone have stayed. Yeah, in room three eleven. Yeah, you said, yeah, Al, Al Capone. Capone. Yeah. I remember you. All those people. Like that. None of them said that anything really happened to them. But there have been plenty of people that have stayed in room three eleven at the Reed House and have said that they've seen some weird things heard right, some weird right. things like you know and I asked her I said well what kind of things and she's like well the TV will turn on all of a sudden you know uh, the water the hot water will turn on in the, in the bathroom by itself and you know people would leave the shoes in the closet and they'd wake up and the shoes would be at the foot of the bed facing the bed that would be insane to happen
1: because I have a problem right now with my TV turning on by itself Fantastic. so yeah, <laughs> my TV turned on.
0: Must be ghosts. It must be ghosts. <laughs> <It> must <laughs> it must see, be exactly ghosts. you know, or it just could be some RF transmitter from your neighbor or across the street that has interference. With I'm just saying. So anyway, the room <laughs> <laughs> it could be room, room three eleven has you know we'll all these spirits. Well, I, I kind of they gave me a little pamphlet back then, and I lost the pamphlet obviously over the years. But but I, I did some digging and I found out on Wikipedia. I, I started looking at the Reed House and you know I tried to get some info for for us talking about it today. And it said, "Well, many believe the room uh, harbors the spirit of a woman named Annelisa Netherly." Okay, there have been legends to who this woman really was, and how she became a spirit to haunt this hotel. But the most well-known of Missus Netherly was that she was a prostitute in Chattanooga during the 1920s and 30s. She almost comp- she was um, uh, supposedly resided in room 311 for an extended period of time, uh, and while the details are hazy. Miss Natalie in fact died in that very room some legends have it that she was found soaking in the tub with her head almost completely decapitated more than likely done by a jealous lover or husband other legends say that she took a gentleman suitor to her room he later decided that his time and attention were better suited elsewhere with another woman and she then broken heartedly committed suicide so the people that have stayed in that room say that mrs natalie hates men especially those who smoke and many guests have stayed in the room including uh, those that i mentioned earlier but uh most of them have not had any kind of paranormal activity now i looked at their website Mm -hmm. and it does indicate that they have remodeled the room to be identical to the way it was
1: back in back in that time (laughs) hey let's just no stir yeah let's stir shit up
0: (laughs) no nothing it's all you know furniture from that time period now I asked I said, "Well, hey, can I stay there tonight?" Because we were staying there on the layover and I said, "Hey, let me stay oh, there tonight." And no, she said, "No, no we we no, don't, don't do uh, we don't allow flight crews to stay there because especially men because um then they don't get their rest and then they have to cancel the flight in the morning because they didn't sleep all night." And, yeah. You know. She's and So I haggle you for the price. I, I really I was like, "Come on, man, just let me stay there." You know, I, nope, sorry, I can't do it. So I I did not stay in room 311, so I cannot attest to the haunting or anything like that. And really that is the probably the most detailed um place i've stayed where they've given me all this information about hauntings we're going to take a quick break but when we return more from the breaker breaker and squawk identity podcast and welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen Well, unfortunately, after the break, when uh, Dom Z and I came back into the studio, uh, we recorded an additional, uh, about 35 minutes worth of additional show material. And although we thought it was recording everything on our handheld device there, uh, I guess something happened to the WAV file and it didn't get recorded. So unfortunately, uh, there's about 20 minutes worth of conversation Uh, that was cut off and this happens it happens in podcasting unfortunately and you just have to kind of learn from your mistakes and get through it so uh, we hope you enjoyed the conversation thus far Uh, and I'd like to reach out to all the Squawk Ident listeners out there and all of you Breaker Breaker listeners as well and say thank you for tuning in and listening to Don Z and I talk about all kinds of things from weird sightings up in the air to being flashed on the freeway Uh, (laughs) in an effort to make that big truck swerve well whether you're listening in on squawk ident or from the breaker breaker show uh, make sure you tune in to our next episode on the next episode of squawk ident we'll be talking about when pilots behave badly with many stories from the flight line We'll also discuss the five-day trip I just finished, which included overnights in Cancun, in Las Vegas, and on the island of Maui. All that and more coming up on the next episode of Squawk Ident. On behalf of Dom Z and myself, Aviator Tony, we'd like to thank all of you listeners out there for your continued support. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share anywhere you listen to podcasts. And follow us on social media as well. Until next time, keep the dirty side down and take care of each other.